This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vandese joining us here at Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show hanging out inside the off-the-wall advertising man cave. Get a hold of Chase Cloaker and all of the gang over at Off the Wall. We've got great packages between Off the Wall and Jason Walker Media together. How about that? Get a hold of Chase or I, and we'll we'll get you taken care of with Off the Wall Advertising here in Helena. And it's not just in Helena. We'll get you to take care of across the state. Big show coming up today. We're going to talk some football with Kyle Mahalish and Dane Broadhead, each after their respective teams picked up big wins over the weekend. And also going to check in with the newest member of the University of Providence Argo Hall of Fame, Judy Vanatta Adams. She will join us from her home in Ohio. So looking forward to that. Uh, let's see here. The Walk Up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. You've got three distinct divisions to create the log home of your dreams and your budget. Milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Over 50 years experience. The finest craftsmen available. And they will take care of you. Get a hold of Montana Custom Log Homes at yourcustomlog.com. As always, you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Rumble, Network One Sports, uh, Spotify, iHeart Podcasts, Google, Apple. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we're at. The easiest solution, though, just go to jasonwalkershow.com, and you can watch all of our previous shows and check out what's coming up. You can donate. Donations are always welcome. We're going to have some great new things coming to the website and much more uh, coming up uh, soon as well, so before the end of the year, just in time, I believe, for the holidays, which are fast approaching. We're 21 days. We're three weeks from Halloween right now. And my little one's excited. She was more excited today, though, about the fact that she is. it is 16 days until her puppy turns one. Michael Jeffrey Jordan Alexander Spieth Walker is the government name for the dog that we got New Year's Day. Uh, the little one, call him Jordan. It is her puppy, and she loves him, and she is excited that he'll be one in 16 days, so... Shall have a countdown, I'm sure. Uh, let's see here. Big weekend. Grizz won two in a row. Wasn't easy, but they got the win down at Davis. Uh, in the Frontier, how about this? You've got four teams ranked in the Frontier now. Carroll moving up. They had a bye, but they moved up from eight to seven, did the Saints. College of Idaho moved up two to number 10, tied with Concordia of Michigan. Montana Tech dropped from 11th to 16. That is because the Ordiggers lost at home to previously receiving votes 
and new number 19 in the country, Montana Western. So there you go. Uh, the top three teams in the nation in the NAI are all from Iowa, Northwestern, Grandview, and Morningside. And then you got two Indiana teams, four and five, Kansas, and then Montana with Carroll. That is the NAIA poll, of course. Western, we knew they were capable, the Bulldogs. 38-28, got the win over Tech. Over nearly 500 yards of offense. And beat the Ore Diggers for the fourth time in the last six seasons. When the Ore Diggers have been ranked. So... Big, big day there. Cam Rouser, Defensive Player of the Week in the Frontier. Great kid. Montana Western's offense is seventh in the country, averaging almost 474 yards per game. Eli Norse had a big game for the Bulldogs, eight catches, 100 yards, touchdown. Uh, College of Idaho hammered Arizona Christian 56-17. to Southern Oregon... Held Rocky to five points and won 23 to five. Rocky had just 10 yards rushing, has lost for the second straight time. Uh, and Eastern Oregon beat Northern 28 3. So there is your Frontier football update. There were some good high school games as well. Got a chance to go over and call great volleyball. I don't know if people know who outside the double-A volleyball circles, but Ava Kellenberg from uh, Missoula Sentinel is a really good volleyball player. It was fun to watch uh, the Sentinel Big Sky match and call that on TV for SWX on Thursday. That was a lot of fun. That was a, a, a big-time big time volleyball game, uh, match right there with, uh, with uh, Ava Kellenberg leading the way. Man, she was an athlete on the floor. Dylan upset number one Hamilton to become the new number one team in Class A, 35-14. Central pasted Harden, 49-0. Uh, Columbia Falls rolled over Libby. Laurel beat Haver. Lockwood got past East Helena, 36-29. That would have been a good game to be at. We'll talk to Tyler Murray about that one tomorrow. Uh, Florence Carlton continues to win in Class B. Red Lodge with a big win. Uh, Malta shut out Wolf Point 52-0. Manhattan ranked fifth in the 406MTSports.com poll. Hammered number six, Three Forks, 46-8. We'll have our auto concepts performance of the week coming up here in a second. Uh, Jefferson over Big Timber, 69-6. Columbus beat Townsend, 48-7. Let's see. Fourth-ranked R. Lee got a big win in eight-man. Lone Peak nearly doubled up number six Sims, 64-36. Uh, let's see. Six-man Custer Heisham Melstone put it on Broadview Levina, 72-33. Um, good ones. Good ones for sure. Let's see here. What else did we have on the uh, the rundown here? How about our auto contest performance of the week? Shepherds ranked seventh in the state, right? They got a big win over the weekend over uh, Red Lodge. 
Um, can't remember the score, but they did. Anyway, our auto contest performance of the week is Shepard's Aiden Lammers. The senior had 405 rushing yards on 30 carries, scored five touchdowns for the Mustangs. It is the fourth most rushing yards in a Montana high school football game, according to MHSA record book. Josh Bannon had a 512 yards for Deer Lodge in 2015. Tucker Bronson a three forks 455. Back in 2012, Jolly Rigetti, a Whitefish 446 in 2003. But Aiden Lammers now with 405 on 30 carries. He's averaging over 11 yards per rush on the season. 1,425 rushing yards, 19 touchdowns. And he's only played in six of the seven games. He is on pace right now to shatter the single season rushing record per game with 237 and a half. Rigetti went 221.1 back in 03 for Whitefish. That's the state record. Lammers right now sitting at 237.5, but 405 in one game, the fourth best mark in all of Montana high school football history. That's awesome. So congratulations to Aiden Lammers of Shepard, our auto concepts performance of the week. If you're looking to enhance your auto, get into auto concepts in Helena today. I am a voter this year. Might need your help. I got to get this in by Friday. But I'm a voter this year for the Big Sky Conference women's basketball um, preseason all-conference team and uh, media poll for preseason. Looking forward to uh, to joining there. Thanks to the Big Sky for asking me on that board. Speaking of basketball, over the weekend, University of Providence inducted six new members into its Hall of Fame after restarting up the Hall of Fame. And Gary Ennis went in, Ross, uh, Ross Mosher went in. Um, who else went? There was, we'll talk to one of them coming up here in a second. Where are you at? I just had it. There it is. Okay, open. Anytime. Uh, Kelsey Van Uden from uh, volleyball. She was really good. Ray Ames. Great referee, one of the best all-time in Argo basketball history. Mentioned Mosier, Gary Ennis. Doug Robinson as well, the longtime Billings West coach. But Judy Van Atta Adams played two years from 82 to 84. She is still the Argos' all-time leader in points per game for a career with 19.7. And single season 22.2 is also 10th in total points scored. And 578 in her... All-America season, senior year, third most in the single season in Providence history. And she went in over the weekend, got back home to Ohio yesterday, had her husband on the on the show a few times, Mark Adams, great, great guy, great, great family. And joining us now on the Jason Walker Show, newest Argo Hall of Famer, Judy Van Atta Adams. All right, Miss Van Atta Adams, congratulations. Do I just call you Judy? Is that okay? That is just perfect for me. <laughs> How are Not you? Easier. 
How are you? I am great. Congratulations. Hall of Fame, finally. I mean, it it only took 40-plus years, a long time. 39 years. 39 years to get you in, but uh, well-deserved and congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was just a super weekend. Uh, I think I'm still kind of, you know, riding riding on the high from the weekend, um, just, you know, like a dream come true. I mean, that was one of my goals is to basically, you know, get my career to that point where it was, you know, recordable. And, so. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, it, it, it's funny because I think it gets lost at history with how much you meant to that program for those two short years that you were there because you got so much done in a short amount of time. Well, you know, looking back, I mean, it's not like I, you know, it's hard to even remember some of the wins and loss. I remember losses, a couple of the wins that were just amazing. Um, But as far as stats and things go, you know, it's like, ah, that was a long time ago. (laughs) You know, you kind of file those things away, but it was just like kind of reliving it a little bit. It was just really exciting. And, um, you know, two years. I was there. It was a great two years. I mean, and I was surrounded by, you know, wonderful players. Uh, I met with Margie Connor Markle, our point guard. And honestly, I think she's, you know, she was the best point guard I ever played with. Um, Just a great athlete and got to spend some time with her on Friday Mm. um, because I wanted to express to her my gratitude without my teammates and her. I mean, I wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Right. I just appreciate it. You mentioned you remember losses more. Why is that? Because coaches are like that. Players are like that. Why is that? Yeah, I I think, you know, you just put your heart and soul into the game. And I am, you know, I guess someone mentioned it on Friday. Margie said this, you know, I was like a fierce competitor. And, um, you know, everything to me, it's it's all about, you know, we're going to win this game. There was no if. It was when we're going to win this game and those losses you just they crush you because you've put everything you know all the preparation that you you have when you go into playing and games and and so you know a loss is not an option and when it does happen you know it's crushing (laughs) you know but but you have to pick yourself up and brush yourself off and it's like okay the next one, next one's going to be a win. There's no more of those, you know? So I, I guess you just have to, it's a mindset. Why the number 43? I'm really not sure. I, I was, I think in my high school career, I was 22, 23, something like that, maybe even junior college, 43. I think it was just, ah, that's the number. This is a uniform that fits. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing significant to it, you know. It was just kind of like, okay, that that that's good. That size fits me. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a jersey. I want to be able to get on the floor. That's right. That's right. I'll, I'll wear whatever number you give me, Coach. That's right. That's how it goes. We are talking with Judy Vanetta Adams, a newest member of the Providence Hall of Fame, went in over this weekend up in Great Falls. What was it like being back in the Electric City? Wow. Lots of changes. You know, the city, lots of new growth and things happening in the city. Um, you know, 
just flying in, driving in. It was like, wow, can't believe it. And then, you know, going up 10th Avenue, seeing all the changes, new additions, some, you know, changes here and there. And, and then going on campus was just an eye opener. I mean, they have done some amazing things with that campus. The, you know, the new branding, uh, the new buildings, fabulous, just what they've done, you know, uh, at the McLaughlin Center with, you know, the weight room and changes they've made. It, it's amazing. It, it was just, you know, I was like kid in a candy store. It was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the dorms are a lot different than when you were there. Absolutely. I mean, there was only the one dorm, um, and, you know, those other dorms that they have there for students, for the sophomores and juniors and seniors, it's, a, it's you know, all that was just grass fields or parking lots, you know, basically. Um, and, you know, of course, we, when I was there, I was coming in as a junior, so I lived at the villa <laughs> across the street. And, and, yeah, just lots of amazing changes, but I, I love what they've done. I love, you know, the the president's message, you know, on, on Sunday was, you know, we are here to stay and, you know, that's just super. It was a long time between, I mean, after you played and then there was no sports for a long time and then they brought them back uh, late nineties, early two thousands. How important is women's basketball specifically to that college, to that school and to that city? You know, I, I think, um, honestly, when you have a university and you have sports, you know, there's a lot of athletes in the state or other states that, you know, not everyone's a division one athlete, but if you can go to a place that's just got, you know, great education and you can have sports, I mean, it is a draw. And I just think that there are so many players out there in various sports um, that that just have a place at a place like University of Providence. Mm. And, you know, there are some great athletes that, for whatever reason, not everybody is meant to be a Division One player. And small college is just an amazing experience. I mean, there is some great competition. Uh, you know, that, I mean, the Frontier Conference, it, it can be fierce at times. <laughs> and, and so I think that it is so important um, you know, basketball is always, you know, it used to just be the men's team and then they created the women's team. And I, I just think that it's so important. It's just, it's like a staple. You, you have to have it. Um, and, and for me, I mean, when they first closed the program, I think it was back in 85, 86, you know, shortly after I was there, I mean, it was crushing. It was like, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just think that you have to have those sports because there are too many great athletes out there, and it's such a wonderful opportunity. When you get to play a college sport, I don't know if you know this, but there's only 7% of people in the country that get to play college-level sports. And, you know, that opportunity, whether you're at, you know, Division One or University of Providence, I mean, it is special. And to me... That, that's where, you know, I went to junior college first because I didn't think I was ready and I wasn't ready to play at a four-year school. But to, to play the sport that you love and be able to go to college, you know, 
two full-time jobs, but what a great opportunity. I, I can't say enough how it forms people. Judy Vanetta Adams, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. All right, you say you remember the losses more, but take me back to February 28, 1984, at Dillon, Stroud Gymnasium. I was, did, was it before or after the buzzer when you made the game winner? Honestly, I, as I remember it, I think Margie uh, Connors, uh, somehow we, we always ran the fast break, and we, I believe we were down by one, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had been in that situation before with, with Western and we lost that game. And so it was coming down to it. And I remember it was, I was basically on, on the, the baseline and the pass came to me. I mean, I swore that thing was out of my hands. Now the buzzer, it was literally, it was tight. I mean, and I knew it was going to be tight, but as far as I knew that ball was out of my hands. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't long. I mean, I'm telling you, it was. <laughs> it was barely out of my fingertips when the buzzer went off. But I know that that was huge controversy in Dylan. Um, and, and you know, gosh, I, you hate those kind of losses are more crushing when it's buzzer beaters than a twenty point loss. Yes. And, you know, you feel for them. I, I did feel for them. But, you know, I I was bound and determined we were going to win that game. That's just, that was just my mentality, and that was that. And, you know, honestly, I would I would tell you if I really thought that it wasn't out of my hand, but in I, I, I totally did. And obviously there's a lot of people who disagree with that. <laughs> I've read the article because your husband, Mark, sent it to me last year, but um, it's a great article, and it talks about the cops had to come in. There was a wild, like, basically a riot almost on the court. What was it like trying to get off the court? Oh, gosh. I mean, we're celebrating. I mean, it was just, you know, a buzzer beater is is an amazing, you know, those are just wonderful, the adrenaline, everything from the game. And then we realize, I mean, people are just going crazy. And to get to the locker room was just like, I mean, it was just wild. <laughs> and then we sat there for a long time because basically, I mean, we, we kind of thought we'd need a police escort out of town. Oh, my goodness. Parents, Western parents were just flying out of the stands. They were serious. And, you know, I... <laughs> It's kind of a blur, but it was, you know, we knew that it was, uh, gosh, that was, but you know, I'm not the one who made the call. <laughs> you just made the point. <laughs> I made the point, you know, and so in my mind, this is done, this is over because, you know, referees make the call. I didn't have anything to do with that. And yeah, it's it kind of, you know, it kind of, not, it, I, I understand. It, it just kind of soured the moment for a bit because it was like, here we were, and we're going to head on and move on to, to Northern. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> that was a memory uh, for sure that I'll, I'll never forget that. 24 points, 14 rebounds in that game. Not a bad double double. Oh, well, see, I didn't even know that. I just, <laughs> I just know that it was an intense game. I've got a few questions left for you, Judy, but um, I appreciate the time for sure. 
What do you remember most? I mean, those bus rides in the frontier have probably not gotten any easier. The buses have gotten nicer, but I don't know if the, the road trips have. What do you remember most about traveling in the frontier? Well, honestly, a bus ride would be, would have been a pleasure. Um, we took station wagon cars. Oh, no. Two station wagons. Yeah, we were not, uh, the men's team were allowed the van. Uh, we were allowed the cars. Mm. So two station wagons. And, you know, our longest trip was nine and a half hours. Uh, we drove from here to like Nampa, Idaho. And, you know, you're going on roads and, and, you know, I couldn't sit, I could not sit in the far back. I'd be sick. And there were times when we had to pull over because girls were getting, you know, nauseous and car sick. Oh. You can't study in a car. Um, they were really, really long. And, you know, like I said, a bus ride would have been a pleasure. <laughs> I would gladly do a bus ride, but those, those trips were brutal. I mean, we didn't sometimes get home until, you know, four or five o'clock on a Sunday. And then you got to get up, go to school, or, you know, you drive to Dillon and get home that night and go to school. Mm-hmm. So memorable from the standpoint of you just make the best of it with and your teammates, you know, really good camaraderie. But as far as, you know, loving those road trips, man, I'll take, I'll take what they have today any day. Who, uh, who ran the music? Because back then it was just AM, FM stereos. Yeah, sometimes we would have people who brought, you know, what was it back then? Uh, oh, we had cassette tape oh, player, I think, yep. in the car. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of batteries needed for that that trip out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There was there was no laptops. There was no, you know, Bluetooth, anything like that. <laughs> uh, favorite gym that you got to play in that wasn't at the McLaughlin Center. Um, gosh, that's kind of a tough one. I played in a lot of really great places. I mean, you know, getting to play at the University of Montana and, you know, MSU, those are, those are special places. Um, in the frontier, well, actually, and and I have to tell you, Rick's College, you know, we played there in Rexburg. That was intriguing. The floor was elevated and everything. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of different. Um, in the Frontier Conference, you know, Dylan didn't have a bad facility. Um, Rockies was really nice. And so, you know, those are the facilities that bring back, you know, like, I really like to play here. Um, you know, there's a few that I remember that are like, oh, I do not like playing here. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? You can name them well, I mean, You're a Hall yeah, of Famer, Northern, you can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Northern was a huge rivalry. Yes. You know, it was like, yeah, that was not my favorite place to play at all. And, you know, I mean, Carol had a very nice facility. So mm. always, you know, and I, and I always remember those facilities because, you know, you always just play – there's just something special about some of those facilities where you just kind of you're in tune to the backboards and the floor and it just, everything goes right. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. Um, I've had Robin Selvig on this program a lot. I'm a huge supporter of women's basketball, especially high school and college. We've come a long way in 50 years since title nine, 50 plus years, but what needs to be done in your eyes to further the game of women's hoops? Well, I think, you know, for example, I mean, the women, um, 
at University of Providence, I, you know, I think they may even have more scholarships than the men. Mm-hmm. So that's been key because usually it was just, you know, a couple players had scholarships and that was it. So, you know, I think you just keep, got to keep things, you know, comparable. I mean, you know, there's, there's all the, um, you know, the clothing and the things that go along with it and shoes and, and, and then, you know, treating, treating them the same, you know, like I said, we had cars, they had vans, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of differences. Um, it, it's, it's still got a ways to go, especially I suppose when you get into, you know, like the pros and everything, I, I don't know, um, all about that, but you know, they're, they're making progress and, you know, of course, I think another big thing is recognizing, you know, women for what they do. Um, and I, and I, I think this is great that the university of Providence is bringing back the hall of fame. I, I think it's super, um, you know, right now they have five women athletes, uh, against, you know, quite a few men on that, mm-hmm. on that, uh, board. And we, we do need to increase that. Oh, absolutely. And that, the year I spent working there, it was, yeah, we need to get more ladies, excuse me, more ladies involved here on this board right. for sure. Um, Absolutely. Uh, how's Marissa doing? Maybe people don't know you related to Marissa Van Atta, but how is she doing? She is super. She was there this weekend oh, with her husband. Uh, and, oh, my gosh, that girl, she is amazing. Uh, she, you know, a lot, a lot of people with Marissa, she just is such a regular person. and everything she's been through is just, she's like a hero to me. Mm-hmm. She, uh, it's, um, you know, I was doing radio for Carol when she was going through everything, uh, but you still can't help but root for someone like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, she's successful in her business. You know, she works with my brother at RBC and Billings. Very successful. She does a lot of nonprofit things in Billings, you know, really helping the community. Um, I believe she works um, specifically to raise funds for uh, a facility for unwed mothers, you know, like teenage unwed Mm -hmm. mothers, you know, just really great things. And then she's a rancher. Um, Besides all of those things, she and her husband have a small ranch. Um, She is a super human. She is. And, you know, just a, a gorgeous girl, but just her, she is such a wonderful person. So we just love her to pieces, and she is doing great. Five years in remission, wow. you know, no cancer, just every day you got to be thankful for that. Yes, and she is, she's a great, just, she's as good of a basketball player as she was. She's a better person on the inside, and oh. we wish her all the best for sure. Yeah, thank you. She she is doing super, and we're just so excited about it. Matter of fact, she and she and my uh, brother are flying out to Ohio this weekend. They have a client that they're going to visit, and then they're going to come see my son play baseball. Oh, fantastic! So, yeah, that is awesome. Um, speaking of children, how is is the one son still in the army? He is not. He just um, resigned his commission as a captain in the Army. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's just a tough go. A lot of traveling. He, he was deployed like six out of the, or seven, 
six or seven times that years out of the eight mm-hmm. that he was in. And he just was wanting to do something different. He was in logistics, been all over the world doing amazing logistics things. When you think about all the things that a, a mission needs in an army. And so he is now in uh, Colchester or University of Essex in Colchester, England, uh, uh, getting a master's in business. Oh, that is fantastic. Couldn't be more excited for him. Um, it, it's just such a great, uh, great opportunity for him. And, you know, he's, he's already got job offers, but just felt like this was going to just make a difference a really big difference on his resume to have an international degree. That is super cool. Um, I don't know if Mark told you this story, but my son was stationed at Fort Riley at the same time as your son. And they didn't meet at Fort Riley. They met when they were like in Romania. Oh my, see, isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that they, it's, it's amazing how they, they do what they do. I mean, we didn't, if you're not affiliated in any way with the military, but you have a military son or daughter, and then you're starting to learn all the things that go on. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It is. Yes. My son is and, uh, in Hawaii right now. So yeah. After, well, and, and we, Oh, go ahead. We all need, we all need to be totally thankful because when you know what your son and daughter goes through mm-hmm. to protect this country, Yep. It's eye-opening. It, it's totally eye-opening. Um, I remember my son, he was in uh, Fort Riley for four years. Two of those years he spent overseas, but he said, Dad, they're sending me to Alaska or Hawaii because I was in Kansas and they want me to have some scenery. So he chose, <laughs> he chose Hawaii. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. Um, There's not a lot in Kansas. <laughs> No, there's not. You just, you know, they go where they go and, and they make the best of it. But yeah, that Hawaii is a little bit different than Kansas for sure. So uh, you're still in Ohio. Now Mark's down in Florida coaching baseball, right? No, no. It's Miami of Ohio. Oh, okay. Uh, Miami University in Ohio. Okay. Uh, so Oxford, Ohio is where Miami University, the main campus is. And they have two other regional campuses, one of which is about 15 minutes from where we live in Middletown. Okay. Um, that's where the campus is. And so they have baseball. And luckily, um, the program was kind of shut down with COVID, of course. Mm. And then the coach left. And so they kind of had to wait a year because they needed to recruit. So started back up this fall. Uh, Mark's the coach. They have 22 guys on the team, mostly freshmen. They are 11 and five. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are doing great, um, and it is fun to watch. Um, you know these these freshmen. You know, bringing them in, just they they have. They're, they're doing really good. There's a culture of we, and you know, Mark, I mean, he's going to have them, uh, um, he's going to have them tuned in. They are tuned in. They are the youngest roster in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this fall season, we're playing fall, fall season and spring, and this counts in our conference. So it is, it's been really fun. That is cool. Um, how many times have you had to read his book? 
Uh, I've only had to read it uh, once. Okay. Yes. Lots but of proofreading, I, though? <laughs> well, actually, that's true. I did have to proofread, um, and, and that's always good. I, I would proofread it a couple of times, but the final copy I have read once because I feel like I know it, and I know him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great book, by the way. I, I've, I've read it a couple of times, The Coach and the Geek, um, and I know he's the geek. But yeah. <laughs> even though he yeah, likes well, to think some, of himself as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, when he was working for the technology company, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know all this stuff. You are. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this interview is more about you and how awesome it is that you're now in the Hall of Fame at Providence. It's a long time coming. Um I appreciate the time, my ma- um, ma'am. It's been absolutely wonderful to, to chat with you, and I feel like I know you because of Mark. But you know, finally getting to chat with you is is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason. I really appreciate it, and you know, just it has been a it has been a ride that I'll never forget. And you know what? I so appreciate how kind everyone has been. Um, so, you know, I appreciate your time, everybody else's time, and I am just grateful. Well, tell Mark we say hello from Montana. I'm, I'm bummed I couldn't get up there to see you guys and, and meet you in person. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy everything's going well and it's finally happened. Um, you enjoy your rest of your day, and uh, congratulations once again for being an Argo Hall of Famer. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Judy Vanetta Adams, member of the University of Providence Hall of Fame and well-deserved. That was fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Appreciate it for sure. Um, What a great family. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back off the wall advertising man cave, and we'll talk some football. Helena High head coach Dane Broadhead joins us next. The walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated Montana Custom Log Homes online at yourcustomlog.com. Dane Broadhead next when we return Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. 
And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Special guest Chingy. Curated dance party by DJ Aspen and Bozeman's own Missy O'Malley. Get your tickets now. Jason Walker here, and if you're like me, some nights are mine to cook at home, and there's only one place that I know I can trust for a quick, easy meal for my family. Dinner's done right. When I stop into Dinner's Done Right, I trust that there will be a great selection of food that is healthy and easy to cook, either that night with their ready-to-make dinners, or I can plan for a weekend dinner from their frozen choices. And when I'm out and about in town, I know I can stop in for the grab-and-go salad bar with the freshest ingredients and homemade dressings. For monthly menus and more, visit dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back to Jason Walker Show. Off the wall advertising man cave. We were listening to Continental Divide Radio, my daughter and I, the other day. We were playing match game after school Friday. And she's really good at match game, by the way. 36 pairs. She beat me 31 to 5 over the weekend. Anyway, so this song by Snow comes on. A little informer. So she goes, Dad, who sings the song? And I'm like, Snow. She goes, like winter? I'm like, yeah, Snow. She goes, I don't like this song. I'm like, okay, sweet. So anyway, um, she knows good music. Sometimes she, sometimes she likes Good songs, and sometimes she doesn't. But you can hear Informer on uh, Continental Divide Radio. Go to jasonwalkershow.com. Just say, Alexa, play Continental Divide Radio, and she will. Judy Van Adams, by the way, if you missed it, we'll have it up online later, jasonwalkershow.com. But she joined us thanks to Dinner's Done Right. That's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Stop in for ready-to-eat salad bar. Well, not ready. you got to make the salad, but it is fantastic. Uh, the salad bar, 
You can stop in ready to go dinners for that night that are thawed. You can stop by for the frozen section, have something in a couple of days. It is the place to go. Walker household, big, big supporters of dinners done right. Football over the weekend. Saw hell at a high pick up a big win on the road at Missoula Sentinel. And joining us now uh, to talk about it is the head coach of the Bengals, Dane Broadhead, here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach. Uh, I was over in Missoula on Thursday night, Sentinel and uh, Big Sky volleyball match. And then I did not get to call the game on SWX on Friday. However, a very good performance by the Bengals. They call it a minor surprise in the newspaper, but I think it was. I think everybody in the, in the state kind of knew that you guys are a good football team too. Yeah, I think so, and I, you know, I think that was a mindset for our guys going into it. Um, we felt pretty confident, you know, coming off the big win the week before, and um, handled the trip well. Our kids were locked in; they, you know, executed really well. You know, all, all three phases. You know, we did some really good things uh, offensively at times. Our defense played really well. Um, did some great things on special teams, and yeah, we were able to leave Missoula with a big win. It is a big win, not only because it's Sentinel and, you know, so-called fifth-ranked team in the state, uh, but you win the Dane Bowl. And I don't know what – is a great Dane the trophy? Is that what it is? I don't know. We probably should come up with something. There, there's not too many of us out there. So, yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, we have two double-A coaches with the uh, – with that name, yeah, yeah, we probably should. We should probably come up with some sort of little traveling trophy or something. I think that would be super awesome. Just, just a little, like a little, like stuffed animal of a Great Dane, right? Yeah, I like that. I'll have to get on Amazon or something and cook that up for next year. And you guys can, you know, you have your uh, your your lackey bring it out onto the field. Whoever wins, or it's in your coat pocket the whole game. See. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that. Have uh, yeah, some sort of little uh, you know ceremony or something post game. Yeah, yeah. I think Coach Oliver. I think Coach Oliver could get behind that too. I think he could too. Uh, Tevin Wetzel with a nice game, a couple of TDs. Obviously, uh, Carter Kraft with a couple of TDs as well. But um, Tevin really got things going for you guys in early on in, in first three quarters. Yeah, he did. Big game from him. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, got a little banged up there at the end. Uh, but yeah, great, great job by, by Kev and, you know, shout out to the guys up front too. Um, I thought we were pretty physical at times, um, you know, cause Sentinel has a good front and, uh, you know, we knew that was going to be, uh, kind of a crucial matchup for us, but, um, yeah, he's special. Anytime we can get the ball in his hands, he, uh, he ran really hard on Friday night, um, made some great reads, made some great cuts. And, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, Carter, Carter did some good things with his feet as well and, and did some good things throwing the ball in terms of getting the ball out to, to Jackson and the boys. And, um, yeah, our skill kids really did show up on Friday night, had some, had some big performances for us. You guys gave up 127 yards on the uh, through the air to Grady Walker, but you shut down – uh, the sermon kid a little bit. Uh, tell me about your defensive game plan because it was going to be hard to shut down all of their skill guys. 
and you kind of it looked like you chose to go with Walker to to not to to get his yards, but not beat you and, and shut everybody else down. Yeah, you know, it was one of those deals we didn't, um, you know, change our whole coverage plan for him. He uh, he's really good. He had, he had a he had a big game. Had a few big catches, uh, contested catches where he just went up and and won jump balls. And, and yeah, he's a special kid. You know, there's a reason he's you know committed to go play for the Grizz. He's, he's only been good at advertised. Um, but I do. I, I think we did a good job on, on the rest of the guys, you know, in terms of bottling them up. And, um, you know, we played really, really well inside the, inside the red zone. Got a couple big stops down there. You know, the, the one right before half, that was a big stop for us. Uh, in terms of momentum, when they were kind of driving, had some things going, but we were able to keep them out um, right at the end of the half there. So, um, yeah, it was great. Uh you know, Ben, don't break defense, if you will. Very nice. Dave Broadhead joining us, Jason Walker Show. He coaches the Helena High Bengals. You get the win, which keeps pace in the standings for the top part of the bracket. Um, how important was that? I mean, that's the easiest question to ask, but how important? Yeah, no, I think, you know, like we were talking before we started the interview, I think it's important, you know, this time of year to just keep winning. Um, one, obviously for, you know, for seeding and playoffs and, and how that's going to shake out. And obviously with two weeks left, there's, there's a ton of movement that's still going to happen. You know, a lot of different scenarios that can play out. But I think more importantly for that, than that, it's just, you know, for the, um, you know, just for momentum and, and how our kids are, you know, preparing every week and, and, you know, Momentum and, and confidence with, with high school kids is a, is a big deal. Um, it's a big deal with any team, especially playing down the stretch. But, you know, I just think the more more momentum, the more confidence that we can build, the, the more successful we're going to be. You guys have faced uh, some good offensive teams this year. Your defense has its work cut out for its Friday night against uh, uh, third-ranked Butte coming to town. They paced at Hellgate, but who hasn't? But – Aside from all of that, Bo Demery, it's a really, really good quarterback that uh, that Eric Gray has and the Butte Bulldogs have right there, and it starts with him. Yeah, he uh, he's doing a great job, very talented kid. Um, they spread the ball around, have a ton of weapons on the perimeter. You know, they have three or four receivers who are legit. Uh, they're pretty good up front. You know, they're they're – they're more balanced than I think people realize um, in terms of run pass. I think they, most people see Butte and they just think they're airing it out every play. And, and then they do, they take their shots. They, you know, throw a lot of deep balls, um, create a lot of big plays on the perimeter, but, but they're very balanced. The, t- the two backs are good too. Um, you know, they're, they're a lot to prepare for because you do. It's not just air raid, throw it. 60 times a game, you know, it's, it's pretty balanced. It's a, a good running attack. They're good up front and uh, we're going to have our hands full defensively, no doubt. Is their defense, is Butte's defense overlooked because they've played some really good football teams and they're a fourth quarter team. They've given them some points early, but they played defense in the fourth really, really well. Yeah, they do. Um, their defense, very, very active, very physical. 
Um, you know, they're really athletic on the back end. Um, yeah, it probably is. You know, I think people when they when they look at Butte or think of Butte historically, they think offense and you know, I'm running the spread and, and throwing the ball over the place and athletes all over. But defensively, they're very good. Um, they're very sound. They do some some really good things. Like I said up front, you know, that present some problems for you. Um, you know, they, they tackle really well, and, and they're very athletic defensively, too. You know, their guys run really well. Um, yeah, they've done, a, they've done a great job this year defensively, no doubt. Butte coming to town Friday night, 7 o'clock at Vigilante. How uh, – I, uh, I had to learn yesterday Sunday night football score from the kids because I didn't watch the game, but I knew exactly – as soon as I showed up, I said, what happened to the Cowboys? And immediately it was, well, they lost to the 49ers, 42 to 10. <laughs> like, th- thanks, boys. <laughs> right. Yeah, no doubt. I, <laughs> yeah, I uh, watched bits and pieces of it. It, uh, you know, certainly never breaks my heart when the when the Cowboys oh, get beat. I know. Um, makes me feel a little bit better about being a Giants fan, I guess, because, you know, obviously pulled another L there this weekend. Uh, they lost to the Dolphins. But, uh, yeah, San Francisco's pretty good, man. They're, they're loaded up. They're, they're good. The pretty guy, I think at this point, you know, it's safe to say that he's, he's a legit NFL quarterback. Yeah, everybody last year was, oh, it's because of his, uh, the offensive ski. No, you got to be able to play. It's like driving in NASCAR. Well, she's a girl. No, Danica Patrick's finishing in the top 10. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you get to a certain point, it's like, hey, you got to understand that talent is talent. And guys are, guys are good, or, you know, he's, he's the real deal. It's like, yeah, yeah the, the scheme's good, the coaching's good, the, O-line, the weapons and stuff, that you still have to execute. You still have to go out and play. And he's, uh, he's playing on a high level right now. As a buddy of mine was talking about the baseball playoffs the other day, and he's like, you know, it's Dave Roberts' fault that Clayton Kershaw got lit up in the first inning. Well, Dave Roberts wasn't throwing pitches. so you No, no, he wasn't. You're, you're throwing passes, pitches, was, whatever. He was not on the mound that night. No, he so. was not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's up to the it's up to the dudes out there doing it. Exactly. How about the ending of the Braves game, by the way? Not the oh, last night. Hijackers here, but what a what a play! Yeah, you know, by Harris and center to go get that ball, and then they double up Harper. Damn, what a what a cool ending that was. That was fun. And I, it's hard for me because being a Mets fan and seeing the Phillies and the Braves playing is really right. really hard. Yeah, baseball's probably over for you at this point. Well, oh, baseball's been over yeah. for me since June. <laughs> <laughs> it's been since Memorial Day? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, there was no hope this year. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what a, what a collapse. What a, what, a, what a downer that must have been because there were so many high hopes. It probably started in the World Baseball Classic when they lost the closer. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, it just went downhill. A hundred percent, yep. Uh, I know it's your favorite time of the day. It is National Angel Food Cake Day. I love me some angel food cake. I'm not a big fan of the strawberries, but what's your favorite cake? Oh, favorite cake. Oh, that's, that's easy. My mom makes a killer chocolate cake. Okay. 
Um, best cake I've ever had, hands down. Uh, it's not even close. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big angel food guy. I mean, it's, I don't know. I guess if it, somebody gave it to me and it was in front of me, I'd eat it, but I'm, I'm certainly not going to rush out to, to go find that. <laughs> well, it's right in front at most stores. Um, because it's where the strawberries are with the produce. Yeah, I used to be an angel oh, yeah. food guy, and then I switched to German chocolate. I think German chocolate oh. is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. German chocolate's the real deal. I mean, chocolate cake stuff. in general, but then you throw the coconut right. frosting on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not a coconut guy, but I do like that frosting. I really do. It's That's really good. good. Stuff. It's really good. Um, hey, good luck on Friday night against Butte. This is uh, the biggest game of the year because it's happening this week. Next, no next week will be the biggest game of the year. They're all the biggest at this point, baby. Right. It's fun. Great time of year. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Coach. Um, and enjoy the nice weather this week. And and the field. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how is the field? Good, good. It's actually... Um, you know, coming out across town, it's uh, it's in a lot better shape than I think most people thought it was going to be. In- including us. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, it bounced back. It bounced back really well. Okay. It's, in, uh, it's in fairly decent shape still. Good. Uh, good luck Friday. Thanks for joining us as always. Get some chocolate cake and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. You bet. Thanks for having me, Jason. Dave Broadhead joining us here, Jason Walker Show. As always, if you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. That includes all of our previous shows, both audio and visual. We'll take a quick break. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn Helen. And when we return, we'll check in on the other side of town. Kyle Mahelish from Capitol will join us next, Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Do you love to look at photos of strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship? Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. 
There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Lil John live in Bozeman. With special guest, Chingy. Curated dance party by DJ Aspen and Bozeman's own Missy O'Malley. Get your tickets now. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get it home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Ah, summer. A time to work in the yard and get all those projects that you've been thinking about all winter done. And when you've had enough, go to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar to cool off, relax, laugh a little, or a lot, your choice, have a drink and play your favorite games. There's plenty of new games and your old favorites. Now, if you don't want to work hard and the relaxing part sounds the best to you, then just head over to Lucky Dog Casino and Bar on Dredge behind Jade Restaurant. Happy summer, everyone. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. Scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So, so my daughter at kindergarten has music class Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And she's been coming home with this sing or song and dance that they're learning in her teacher, music teacher's class. And it took a, a while, but we figured out they're learning this song, Katy Perry, and Roar. We just talk about Eye of the Tiger and Dancing Through Fires and whatnot, but yeah. So she loves, I mean, this has been on repeat in the house lately. So, it's amazing. Five-year-olds are amazing. You can hear that song on Continental Divide Radio. Say Alexa, play Continental Divide Radio. Uh, let's see here. On this day in history coming up, the walk-off. We'll do a Montana Rodeo roundup for you as well. It's kind of a preview here in the off-the-wall advertising man cave. But joining us now, talk about a big win over the weekend against a very good Missoula Big Sky team is the head coach of the Capitol Bruins, Kyle Mahelish, here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, a very nice win for the Bruins to keep pace in the uh, upper echelon of the uh, of the uh, bracket coming up in a couple of weeks, but a nice win for the Brew Crew on Friday night. Take me through it. Well, I thought we responded well after the, the prior week. Um, you know, the kids fully understand what's on the line. Um, 
we talked about it quite a bit. You know, I said we're not going to we're not going to bury this thing and not talk about it. So we need to respond, and we got to play against a good Big Sky football team. And you know, I thought we did pretty pretty well defensively as far as uh, as holding the state's top rusher to uh, I want to say maybe fifty some yards. Mm-hmm. Offensively, we we did well. I mean, we we moved the ball. You know, again, a couple turnovers. But, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job on Friday night. Dylan Almquist, we've talked about him offensively, not so much defensively, but he's just as good on the other side of the ball. Pick six for him, kind of got you guys going. And then Tough Adams, um, another guy we've talked about, but not extensively this year. He had a very nice game, too. Well, Tough's been consistent for us this year. He did certainly have a, a big game running over, you know, 115 or 20 yards. Dylan Olmquist had a great uh, game on defense, you know, as did a few others, uh, Graham, McDonald. Uh, some of the kids showed up. Um, but, no, the pick six was huge for us. A little RPO. They get in a little three-by-one set, and they throw the backside slam, and Dylan jumped it, and off, off he went. Nearly got caught, but he outran everybody, and, yeah, that sparked us. That was a big – that was big, I mean, just as far as a, a big play – getting us going on defense, getting the team going and the, the emotions and everybody kind of fed off of that. You know, it's funny when you watch football as much as you do or I do over you know the course of all these years, great offensive plays are fun, but there is something about the sideline that responds when someone makes a huge defensive play, whether it's a pick six, an interception in general, a fumble, big hit. It really pumps up the entire team. Why is that? You know, I just thought, I, you know, you always expect the offense to play great and wonderful and make a big play and big pass and a big run. I think when the defense does it, you know, when you, have, you can play solid defensive football, I think it does great things and confidence for your team. And, it, you know, yeah, like you said, when a defense makes a big play, uh, you know, it's even a sack or a, you know, a cause fumble, forced fumble, recovered fumble an interception, I just think it builds a certain kind of confidence on the sideline. And you can feel it. I mean, it's sure it's great to score points and everything else, but when you can take the ball away from your opposition, I think that just does such things for your, for your psyche, for your confidence, for your emotion. It's very interesting, uh, for sure, and I, I love it because you can feel it if you're calling a game in a booth, or you can just feel the energy change when there's a big play defensively, and the whole stadium lights up. It's great. Kyle Mahellis joining us, Capital Football Coach at Flathead this week. Brave struggling again a bit this year, but this is still a team, and knowing what's ahead for the final week of the regular season this is a this is a game that's important to you guys for multitude of reasons. No, it's huge. I mean, we thought we broke our season down last, you know, after the Glacier game that we we have a three game season, and now we're in the game two of the three game season. Try and get done what we need to get done. Uh, after practice last night, we talked about the importance of staying focused, and you know, the Braves yes have struggled in the past, but I said, you know. We watched the game last Thursday night on the NFHS, and the Braves were up 6-0 for a good part of the first quarter. And then it's 7-6, to and at halftime it's 13-6. to So I said, if you guys think the Braves are an inferior opponent 
do we need to remind you that the Braves are up 13 to six? And, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers the, our halftime score, but, uh, you know, it's 56 zero. Um, so I said, we need to go up there. We need to take care of business. And this is a serious trip. Yeah. There's no goofing off. It's a, it's, it's a win. Is it must win for capital? Yeah. That's a must win for us. It's big. Yeah. If we want to, if we want to be able to host and or maybe even, you know, we'll let the other guys beat up on each other as well. But I mean, if we can win the next two and some things shake out, you know, we could be as good as a two seed, a three seed, or even drop down to a five seed. So it's a it's a real serious game for us. Yeah, there's no looking ahead to Butte next week. It's all focused on Flathead this week. There's no question about that. I I I, I know your coaching staff well enough to know that. Yeah, it's, yeah, we're not talking about Butte. We're not talking about anything. We're not talking about next week. Um, and we reiterated that to the kids again yesterday, to the guys. And, you know, it's all Kalispell Braves. We're not worried about what Butte does. And we talked about it last week after the game. We'll let everybody else beat up each other. Yep. You know, and just like anything, it's our we can take care of our future just by, you know, getting a couple wins, and we're not worried about what everybody else does. That's a good position to be in, though, isn't it? Just to focus on yourselves. Don't worry about everybody else. If we take care of our business, things will shake out. No, I mean, it's great. I mean, and you know, we've had our ups and downs this season, but you know, at the end of the day, in the best case scenario, we can end up 5-2 and two in conference. And and I said, that's a good place to be. Like you just mentioned, it's we can worry about ourselves. We don't have to worry about if so-and-so loses and Butte loses and Helen loses and Sentinel loses and Glacier loses. If we, if we went out, I mean, it's, we're in a good spot. So, and yeah, what a great opportunity. Kyle Mihalis, Capital Football Coach, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. What's your favorite cake? Today is Angel Food Cake Day. What's your favorite cake? <laughs> Angel Food Cake Day, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if I were to go with a cake, uh, German chocolate. Oh, yes. That is my favorite. Is it really? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's some about it with coconut and everything, and no, it's pretty good. It is very good. Um, I expected you to give me a Dairy Queen, like, frozen ice cream cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being a Dairy Queen. Those are pretty good. <laughs> I had the... I got the Reese's one for my birthday this year, so. Oh, you did? Oh, highly did recommend. Did you have to have it special made or it was already made in the cooler? Or maybe you don't even know. I don't even know. It was my birthday, so I didn't I didn't yeah, order it. It was a surprise. It was, but it was yummy. <laughs> I'll tell you that. You got to let them thaw, That's though. Uh, all right, what are we working on? Are we still in the uh, American Revolution? What's uh, what's on tap this week at uh, Kyle Mihalik? So yesterday we started analyzing the Declaration of Independence. Nice. Everybody was so excited, and then their seats, they could barely, they could barely fit, and they were so excited. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to analyze the grievances of the Declaration of Independence and why we wanted to break away from Okay. And then to kind of get a chuckle out of them, I, we talked about how the Declaration of Independence is one of the biggest breakup letters in the history of the <laughs> history of the world. And so, kind of related to their world, it's a big Dear John letter, and so they got a kick out of that. And they talked about it. We'll move on today. That is fantastic. It's true, though. I mean, I like I like that. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. 
Yeah, uh, the fathers of our Constitution. I mean, that was that was a great thing. I mean, well, some of the fathers of the Constitution wrote the Declaration, like Thomas Thomas Jefferson. But yeah. <laughs> was he well, a pretty good thing? Was he the greatest of the fathers of our country? You know, I don't know. When you get into that discussion, there's a lot of a, a lot of great guys and what they did, what they accomplished. So I don't know if you can narrow it down to one. Their foresight was unbelievable. Oh, certainly. In creating a government that's lasted and uh, like a government that, uh, you know, our world has never seen. And that's, it's, I guess you could say it's working. Um, Sometimes. But, yeah, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. That's like, is it better to run or pass on third and, uh, on third and four? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Coach, good luck on Friday night up in uh, Kalispell. Get a big win. Uh, things are, are on the roll right now for the Bruins, and keep it going. All right, thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank you. Kyle Mahelis joining us here, Jason Walker Show, Off the Wall Advertising Man Cave. Great packages with Off the Wall and Jason Walker Show, Continental Divide Radio. Get a hold of Chase or myself. We'll get you set up together with Off the Wall Advertising and Jason Walker Media. Oh. Great yeah, breakup letter. That's fantastic. Never looked at it that way. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. Uh, on this day in history, it is October the 10th. My wife and I met, well, we had our first date. We met for the first time. It would have been last night, 10 years ago. First kind of date was 10 years ago today. So we've been together 10 years, my wife and I. Yep. I know people are shocked at it. Everybody, every time we're somewhere, they're like, oh, you're still with him? No, no, no uh, declaration of independence uh, on her part or mine. So there you go. Uh, Nile Pro Rodeo, first rodeo of the 2024 season in Montana for the Montana Circuit this weekend down in Billings. Got breakaway. You've got uh, the Pro Rodeo for Nile, uh, the Friday through Sunday down there at Metro Park. Going to be a fun time. And then, of course, the Chase Hawks coming up couple of days before Christmas down in Billings as well. And uh, that is your Montana Rodeo Roundup brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Get a hold of Mark for all of your photography needs. We mentioned it is Angel Food Cake Day. It is Cake Decorating Day. National Handbag Day. My wife's got, I don't know, 15 handbags. Why do women need shoes and handbags? And then the handbags have to match the shoes. It is National Walk to uh, park Day, uh, National Metric Day, even though we don't use the metric system here, maybe soon. Uh, it is also World Mental Health Day, and that's an important day every day, um, your mental health. And I've talked about mine on the show before. And we're seeing more and more male athletes especially come out talking about their mental health. And at the Football Hall of Fame, we had a mental health symposium Speak up, and uh, don't be afraid, guys and gals, but especially guys. Guys are well-known for holding their feelings in, but don't hold those feelings in. Go talk to somebody. Talk to me if you need to. I'm right here. So uh, there you go. On this day in history, just one that that's really stood out. 1904, Boston pitchers 
end the season with 148 complete games combined. That's a, a record. Also a record for total complete games. AL had 1,098. The National League had 1,089. I don't know if we had 100 combined complete games this year in Major League Baseball. Are you watching the playoffs, by the way? I'm not yet. I'll, I'll wait till the World Series. Uh, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off brought to you, as always, by our good friends over at Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Stop in for beignets, jambalaya, catfish, po'boys. You name, they're tater tots seasoned with the Cajun seasoning, and then you get a little Cajun ranch with them. Oh, so good, so good. Oh, Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. Had a great show today. That was a lot of fun. Had a great weekend, got some golf in. We're running out of golf days. Yesterday took uh, the day and we went with Buddy in the morning. It was a little chilly in the morning. It's that time of the year where it's chilly in the morning, warms up nicely in the afternoons. It did yesterday, almost 80 yesterday. It's going to be uh, about 70 today. So good day. Good, good day. Love the weather this time of the year. It's almost perfect, especially when you're out walking the golf course or just walking around the block while your little one rides her bike. By the way, she's learning how to ride her bike without the training wheels, which is really tough. She likes to lean one way, and you know how that goes. Uh, so any tips or advice you can send in at Jay Walker Sports, that would be awesome. Uh, how can I help my little one ride her bike without training wheels? I can't remember if I was on training wheels at this point when I was her age or not. But anyway, uh, thanks to Dane Broadhead, Kyle Mahelish, Judy Vanatta Adams for joining us, member of the Providence Hall of Fame. If you missed any of our interviews today or past shows, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Thank you, by the way, uh, for those. In the last week, our numbers have jumped through the roof, and we appreciate it, both on uh, the show and Continental Divide Radio. You guys are loving it, and we appreciate it. Thanks to our great sponsors as well. Tomorrow, we'll talk to Tyler Murray. He's Helena Coach. I finally tried pepperoni and jalapeno pizza over the weekend. Talk to him about that. Also, Casey, the Casey Fitzsimmons will join us tomorrow. Got a new venture, and it is awesome for your kids in high school. So Casey will join us tomorrow as well. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here 4 o'clock. No. Well, you can watch whenever. Jason Walker Show and jasonwalkershow.com. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.